Welcome to the Spurs 9501 podcast. From Kane to the lane, the final say on all things Tottenham. Here are your hosts, Steve, Ray, Cam and Jam. Welcome everybody back to this vlog again after a very disappointing 2-0 result against Leicester at home. Uh, we've got Cam, Jam and Inky again on the call. Uh, we're going to have a quick discussion about this, give you our thoughts and try and understand what's actually going wrong for us at the moment. Only one point out of nine and you know, the wheels seem to have come off. So um, very quickly, the uh, the lineups, Larissa in goal, back four of Aurier, Alderweireld, Dyer and Regulon, midfield of Ondombele, Lacelso and Sissoko. Up front, Kane, Son, and who was the third one? Hoiberg was in Hoiberg, the midfield. Hoiberg was in the midfield, sorry, my apologies. Yeah. So, you know, standard lineup. The only difference, Bergwijn, I think, has been dropped because of his misses against Liverpool. That's my take anyway. And Lacelso and Ondombele were playing with each other for the first time. So, Kamal, over to you for some history about this fixture with Leicester. Well, I mean... Interesting stats with Leicester. I mean, we have a very good record in the Premiership against Leicester. In total, we played we won fifty-seven games against Leicester in our history, lost thirty-seven and drawn twenty-one. But the um, uh, since two thousand and three, we have only ever lost four games against Leicester. The only time Leicester have beaten us at home. Oh, little technical oh, issue. Went on to win the Premiership. That was in 2016 with the Robert Hood's goal at 1-0. So that sounds good for them. I think that's both the only other stat really to say about this is um, uh, Mourinho has, has uh, uh, before today, never been beaten by a Rodgers team in yeah. his history since he's been a manager. This was the seventh, eighth meeting um, of the previous seventh. There have been a two draws, five wins for Mourinho. So uh, uh, now that Mourinho has come to Spurs... You can forget about all those records that he formed everywhere else and watch them fall very quickly. I just want to give a quick stat before we get into this. This is the fourth, I say, fourth penalty Serge Aurier has given away in his first shot. I just wanted to, to put that into your uh, into your mind as well. Wow. So let's let's go to Jam, man. You know, let's just go straight into it, man. Just give us your thoughts on the game and you know, etc. Just just talk. Yeah, no, disappointing, disappointing. And, and, you know, one loss is disappointing, but I think the bigger picture over the course of the week with the Crystal Paris draw, the way we lost to Liverpool, and then today we just, yeah, we, we became the toothless team. It was, there, was, there was no bite. Um, you know, unfortunate. You could see it coming. You could you could have foretold it, I suppose. Um, yeah. You know, it was we gifted them goals. And <laughs> what are you going to do? Yeah. Something, something's got to be sorted out. And I, I don't think Mourinho really knows what to do right now. And you could tell that by his substitutions because well, they made no difference. Steve, what do you think? Oh, dear. I don't know, really. Um, I don't want to turn into Arsenal fan TV and just start effing and blinding. No. But I do feel a bit, um, <laughs> a bit like that. Um, we were ponderous, slow, pedestrian, predictable. Uh, they were, um, they were vibrant. They were quick. Um, they were just everything we weren't. And as Jam said, it has been coming. You can see the direction of travel, can't you? With um, Benz Palace, Liverpool, 
and now Leicester. Um, in fact, I think we had more chances, more open chances against Liverpool. Uh, I think Bergwijn had more chances against Liverpool than any of the Spurs team today. And I don't think he should have been dropped, actually. Um, I think he's, uh, at least he has energy and he tries. And at, at times I thought they weren't. I think Kane's been off the pace. Boydbier is, I think, as you said, he needs a rest. He certainly wasn't, um, you know, what he what he has been in the first few games. So I'm feeling pretty negative about it, really. And yet at the end of the day, it was a penalty from our friend Doria. And we know he's got it in him. Mourinho knows he's got it in him because he said he's got it, he's got it in him. We know we know that's the situation. And then a ridiculous own goal. I, I mean, I, I, I'm just I don't know where to go with this. Really, we just need some vibrancy, some and some verve, and to move the ball quickly. And I know it goes against everything Mourinho wants and says. Why don't we try getting some possession? Yeah. You then don't have to play a percentage game relying on. You know, if they get the ball in the box enough times, they're going to get a goal. If you give the referee the opportunity to give a silly foul, give a silly foul, he's going to give a silly foul. You can't rely on, I think, on the tactics we've been using. Jamal, that's pretty uh, I, 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 You might have seen I was laughing and smiling throughout Jamal and uh, Steve's comments. And the reason for that is because I was obviously very, very upset. Let's get it straight. The reason for that is as the team goes off the boil, it sounds like you two went off the boil too. You are really looking dejected and sad. The number of things came to mind to me today. It's really interesting, isn't it? Because Rogers played Mourinho his own game through most a lot of the second half, right? They were low block. They were eight behind the ball. They broke on us. They almost got a, num a number of chances and goals. They were like three of them ra racing through like, like Son and Kane did. And what it always struck me as very much is that as a team, we do not know how to play football once we go behind. Our whole game plan this whole season has been get two goals, sit back and let them attack us and keep it at that. End of game, over. Go behind. When are we last time we went behind? We went behind against Liverpool, but we got to go back immediately, almost yeah. immediately. So it was, we reset ourselves then, right? But going behind in this game, in the team that, that played us at our own game by, by, by just blocking us off, because Tottenham looked like the team that were passing foot, uh, sideways to sideways, trying to find a way through. If you look at the possession stats, our stats in this game are higher than any other game we've played so far this season. I think we've had more possession in the second half. And they did it with over 50%. Well, uh, Leicester, won, sorry, I know I mustn't talk across you, but Leicester won the Premier League on 25% possession, didn't they? Maybe 30. Exactly. But yeah. that was Leicester then, not. Positions not oh, yeah. I think the only, other, the only thing I would say is, and I don't agree with Jamal on the substitution, I thought Bale looked very good. Um, uh, um, his ball, he passed the ball well. It was a lackluster bad team. Um, I, I believe that if you're going to have a player like Bell, you've got to start playing him until he gets... The only way he's going to get match fit is by getting to the pace of the Premiership. How's he supposed to get to the pace of the Premiership playing in the Carabao Cup and playing in Europa League against um, small teams? Premiership is a fast-paced, difficult game. It took Anomaly a whole season to even get to the pace of, of that team. And you see so many players have taken a long time to settle in. Why would he be any different coming back from Madrid? So if we're gonna, if you're gonna pay all that money for a player, put him on the, you know, two hundred thousand plus a week, right? To sit there and warm the bench defeats the whole object. Either send him back or play him from the beginning. That's my view. 
Okay, that's fair enough. I mean, you know, in terms of uh, Serge Aurier, I think, you know, let's let's just take a step back. We lost this game because of a stupid penalty by Serge Aurier and an unlucky own goal. Some could say Sissoko didn't jump enough with uh, what's-his-face, Steptoe and Son Vardy to help to head it in. But, you know, we lost it on two goals. We, uh, Son could have scored. Uh, they had a goal that was offside. I mean, it's fine margins, really, in the Premier League. You say they, they sat back. They didn't have that many chances either, you know. We had a few chances. But I'm going to say to all of you guys, if you've got Bale, you've got Son, you've got, you know, Kane, and you've got Mora, and you've got La Celsa, and these guys still can't score a goal against a team like Leicester. All right, they're a good team, but they're not an elite team. What is going wrong? Is It, it must be a coaching. The players are there. It's just like a, you know, it's a coaching issue. What do you think, Jam? What's going wrong? These guys need to be coached properly. So I, I feel like I talked um, when we when we tied to Crystal Palace that you know this isn't going to lower our momentum and um, I don't think it did because we played well against Liverpool yeah, we we're unlucky to we we're unlucky to lose that match uh, but from the Liverpool match our momentum has definitely just been gone out the window everyone's heads have dropped um, it it just I, I think Steve made a good point with Bergwijn it, it brings out the wrong message to the rest of the team Bergwijn played well in the Liverpool match he had two opportunities he should have scored and he didn't and that was really what came down to it but apart from the the shots that he missed he played well but let and me, um let me challenge you on that jam if you're an elite team and you mm-hmm. get two chances like that you're expected to put them away and if you can't of course you are Mourinho is saying you're not an elite player if you can't put those two chances away I don't, if you want us to progress and win things we need those chances put away and he's sending a signal to Bergwijn saying you've got to put them away of course I see that but the players he brought in I mean, Los also played okay today, but Ndombele was, was pretty much yeah. absent, you know. Um, the other players who came in, Lucas Moura, I mean, where was he on the ball today? Where were, uh, Even Winks, he, what did he do in the midfield to make a difference? I'm going to come to Steve in a minute, but Lucas Moura, you can always, they say in football, you can always trace a goal back to a, a, an error from the team. And Lucas Moura gave the ball away in midfield and led to the second goal. That's all I'm going to say. Uh, Steve, what do you think about, you know, with great front line, we're saying, oh, when we get the dream front three, Bale, Son and Kane, we're all going to do... What's happened? I still think this is about doing things more quickly. Mm-hmm. And uh, we we still, even with Ndombele and the team, we don't seem to have a playmaker. What we were relying on for what passes for a killer pass was when um, Dial, our Alderweireld, um, found that we had a man over even on the left and the right. And that was that was our playmaking. We didn't do anything else. Yeah, right, the so only yeah. other option, the only other option we have, is when Kane drops yeah. and then plays a plays a, a winning pass. Yeah. Uh, they they were on top of Kane all the time, and he's not. The last couple of games, I don't think he's played that well, no. to be honest. And he, he's missed. He's missed a couple of damn good chances in the past two games. If you think Bergwijn has missed chances, so is, so is Kane. Um, I'm not saying that's a reason to drop Kane or, re- or indeed a reason to drop Bergwijn, but they, you know everybody misses. However good they are, it's how you react, react to it once you have missed. Mm-hmm. And we've we ran out of ideas. Of we course. weren't. Um, we were just doing things too slowly, and we're terrified of making a mistake. Mm-hmm. There's a great area of space in front of you, and you're on the ball, and you don't run into it. Winks is the worst one of that, mm-hmm. and we pl- we pass it sideways again. I think it's they're scared. They're scared about making that pass and losing possession. Like poor old Mora. At least Mora tries. And I do like the way he tries. And if you if he's going in the air for the ball, I would expect our Spurs players to get closer to him because they know you know he's going to win it. 
Yeah, yeah. Let me go to Kamal here. Do you, and I did. Did I say? Are we missing a Christian Eriksen type of playmaker just behind the front three? Yeah, you be on. He's available. He's definitely available. Would you go and buy him uh, again? Would you get? No, uh, I wouldn't. Can he do any worse? Come on, seriously. Anyway, that's a, that's another that's a one. Different question. Yeah. Come back to. Come on, come um, on. I want your thoughts on why we're doing so badly now after three games. Come on. What, what, my view is very, 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 very clear about this, right? First half, we were absolutely very, very slow. We were de so dejected from the Liverpool game. There was no oomph there. It felt like we'd all just lay down and we wanted to die. And it didn't, they, they never got out. We never got out. We never started. They never started either, to be fair, right? Um, Kane had a couple of chances early on. Um, that header that he, uh, he missed was, was awful. Uh, Schmeichel did pull off one good save, I, I can remember, in the first half. But apart from that, you know... That half was petering out. It was a chance to, to get together. And let's be honest about it. What happened in the last second of the game, which should have, whistle should have been called before then anyway, right, was a disgrace, an absolute bloody disgrace. I mean, what, what, there was, um, that hockey pool, we weren't playing ice hockey. If we were playing ice hockey, it wouldn't have been a penalty, but we were actually playing football. Uh, and I mean, they rammed him in the back. There was nowhere near the goal. We weren't saving a goal-scoring opportunity. It was a, a chance of a goal being scored from that position, right? Would yeah, I would have put my mortgage on it that Look you wouldn't have got a goal yeah. from there, right? Somebody, whoever, we gifted it. We yeah. gifted them the game. Okay, so when you gift someone a game like that, you put players on. I didn't think we looked too bad. Uh, Madison's goal was definitely um, offside. Um, so it doesn't even count. Great take, everything else, but the, our players play for offside, right? In my soul, it, it may have been, but that's a, that's very, the nature. Of, very, 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 very close. close. But it is the nature of the game. We've lost offside goals like that. So let's write that off. What Toby was doing uh, reminded me very much of us um, against Liverpool when we were one. We almost got a draw from them. And uh, um, hello, Steve. There's people behind you. Let me stop you there for a minute. Okay. Uh, you know, basically, if whoever coined the phrase needless penalty must have looked at Aurier's and coined it based on that. That is the worst, uh, you know, example of a penalty giveaway. And I don't know what's wrong with that guy. Again, I don't know why Matt Doherty can't, he can't be any worse than him. I really don't think so. I mean, he, all the good stuff he did in all the other games is, is going to be forgotten because this stupid bloody penalty. Yeah. What He's do you think? He's got it there. He's Just always got Let's get to some thoughts on Jamal. I, well, I think I think that's um, Aria is a good point about you know he he exemplifies what I was talking about mentality throughout the whole team. We look like my dad said from minute one that we were dejected and we were probably not going to win this game. I, I feel I feel like even from a fan's perspective coming into this match, I wasn't too confident. I knew it was going to be a tough one. I mean, Leicester are a good team; they're always going to be a super attacking threat. And I think the thing that Aria has what I thought was his him turning the corner was his mentality was a lot better. He was making a lot better decisions in the box. And now he's just reverted back because I don't know. I don't know if it's a team thing. What what concerns me most is at the end of the game, Jose said that, you know, we were the better team today. And he we were by today. no means a better team. I don't I don't he didn't say that today, did he? He, he said did. that again? He said that he said that again? Oh, uh, something along those lines. Maybe I'm paraphrasing, but he <laughs> definitely said that we were be we played better than Leicester did. I think Aurier got a bit cocky because he had a few really good games and he's getting praised. He thought, let me go. I can do what I want here. I'm going back to normal. And he screwed believed everything. His own hype. Believe, believed his own hype. It's not the fact that they scored. It's they scored just before halftime. It's such a significant 
benefit to them, you know, psychological benefit to them that really screwed it all up. But, you know, we've got a few minutes left. I want to talk about where do we go from here? How do we um, can I just add one thing, right? In what game do you, in the Premiership, can you gift, literally gift, two goals um, at this level to a top four team opponent, right? Expect to get anything out of the game, right? I mean, it's, it's just not going to happen. Um, if you gifted two goals to, I don't know, Sheffield United, uh-huh. um, I might think that we might have a chance of getting back in it, right? The way that they're playing now, two, two goals. But you're going to give two goals to Leicester at the timing as well that we've gifted them? I mean, you know, um, it's just ridiculous that to, to think that we could have done anything. Because what they did is they then played us at our own game. Yeah. We, we seem to forget the fact that they did the low block against us. And there we were trying to break them down. And that's not our game. Our game is we give you the low block. And then we race out against you. When someone does that to us, we, it, felt, it felt to me like the Spurs fans were all going to fold their hands and say, this isn't fair. This isn't the way we play, not you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, we're not playing. Yeah, Steve, uh, where, where do we go from here, Steve? We've got our next two matches of Wolves, and I don't know, who we got on Boxing Day? I don't know. Uh, I'm not sure. Just looking up now. Our next match is, uh, we've got the, the League Cup against yeah, Stoke. The, the next league match, though. Mm-hmm. Next league match well, is I'm Wolves. I'm going exactly but, who it is. It's on the 27th, and then Fulham. On the, on the walls of Fulham. Where do we go from here, Steve? Um, well, we have, we have to keep going. You make? Um, well, we, we we saw Deli Ali come on, didn't we, the other day for a short period of time. Um, whilst he's an infuriating player and his work rate may not be up there, he does bring you something. He gives you a little bit of flick here, a pass here, something unusual, um, a little unpredictable. And if he does it in the last third, then I think he's worth a try because it's not working at the moment. It hasn't worked for the last three games. And, and you know, against City where we won 2-0, it, we could easily have, uh, have lost that one, really, with the amount of possession and chances that Man City had. I think our problem as well is we have to take every, every single chance we get, we have to score because we don't make enough chances. If you're Liverpool, I mean, look at Liverpool who beat Palace 7-0. It's unbelievable. Um, I didn't see all the highlights, but they probably could have scored 14. Yeah. Now, we, we can't do that. We have to take every half chance, every little chance that we, we get. And what happens when we're on the back foot like we were today chasing a game? Harry Kane tries to do too many things. Yeah. Rather than link the play and set other people, he tries to beat three players on the edge of the box and get a shot away. And he's got to learn that, no, you've got to, you've got to bring other players in, in that situation. Yeah. Come on. Um, Come yeah. on. Talk to me yeah. about Son. He didn't have a great game today. I think a lot of them just looked tired, didn't they? Well, I think I think we, we haven't said anything about Son. Son didn't have a good game today at all. I mean, he was really not to the races. And Dombele didn't have a good game today. Lo Celso didn't have a good game today. Uh, Regulon was probably one of the only players that did have a good game today. Uh, Kane didn't have a good game today. Uh, <laughs> Aurier was out. Um, definitely not the man of the match. Um, Daya didn't have a good game today. I thought Daya made some some bad errors. Uh, Toby, get, if Toby hadn't given that goal away, I said he probably had a reasonable game today. Well, he's go ahead and straight onto him. How can he do anything? Yeah, not his fault. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. Um, and then there was uh, um, Soko. Soko is so now used to playing in a particular way that he doesn't know how to cross the ball. He doesn't he, when he's getting into those positions. He doesn't seem to be able to beat the first player. He had a chance to put the ball in, and they 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 just put the ball in so low. The only people, person who can put balls in the box 
for now is uh, regular. Mm-hmm. And I'll, be, I'll go back and say it again. I, thought, I didn't think Bell had a bad game. I think in the very poor team, he showed some good touches and moved the ball around a bit. And in the end, ended up dropping down very deep uh, and, pick, and playing more of a creative midfield role. For yeah. me, I would drop in Nombele. I would drop uh, um, probably Los Celso for now. I'd bring Delhi back, put Bale in from the beginning, and let's take it from there. Let's try something different. Who would your midfield be then, Kamal? Well, I'd put Delhi definitely in there. I'd put, um, obviously, Sissoko and Hoibia will pick themselves right now. Okay. Um, and it's a really interesting one, is, isn't it? I mean, could you put Bale in with, uh, with Delhi in the middle? No, I think that, Bale has to play up front with uh, Sun and Kane. I'd put Mora and Delhi in. That's what I do. Okay, let me tell you what I do now. I would give Toby a rest because I think he's looking really tired now and he's, he's not at the race. I would bring Joe Rodon in. He's a young guy. He's played really well against Chelsea. Give him another chance. So Rodon and um, Dyer, and I would put uh, Doherty right back, keep Reggie on. And I would agree with, I wouldn't, I'm not sure about bringing Deli Ali back. Again, he's going to do nothing for 80 minutes. I don't think we can, we can risk that. I would keep uh, La Celso with the Hoybiag and Sissoko. That's what I'd do. And I would potentially give Bale a chance. Maybe give Son a rest, bring him in for the, you know, 34 minutes. The guy's getting, you know, burnt out. All these guys are going to mm-hmm. get burnt out. And then the, that leads to injuries. So against West, Fulham, uh, oh, Fulham are really good, uh, okay. And Wolves are a really good team. I think they need to freshen it up, actually, and, and try and make some changes. I'm going to go to Steve now. What do you think about some changes for the next match? Well, no, I mean, I think um, bringing Rodon in would be uh, be interesting. The I think the reason why um, Toby gave away that uh, own goal was that he was facing the wrong way and he's he couldn't keep up. And that's we know that we know we haven't got pace in the back. Um, maybe Rodon's got a bit more pace. We know that Sanchez has got pace, but not a footballing brain. So it's difficult to know quite quite what you do. Sometimes you play Sanchez with somebody else who has got a footballing brain, which is normally Toby. Dyer, I'm not sure about the brain front. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm not sure what to do now, but I think um, mixing it up a bit. And we've got a chance. We can try a few things against Stoke, maybe, in midweek. Yeah, OK. See how it goes. Yeah. Jam, what do you think about some freshening up? I absolutely agree. The freshening up. I'm sorry. Sorry, Ray, cut you off there. And um, I, uh, freshening up is absolutely necessary. I think one thing anyone hasn't mentioned is, um, you know, Hoiberg, has been our, our player of the season, but he needs a rest. He needs, he's played so much football. He needs, and, and there's so much more football to be coming up even before the end of the month. Um, it, it's time he needs a break. You know, Winks, even if Winks has to play. Sissoko is infuriating to watch because he does one part of his game so well, and then he'll have the ball and he, we might as well not have possession. You know, he's just going to boot it somewhere. He's got no, no guile, no direction with his passing. Um, so it's tough because those are our two players who are going to play those positions. And um, they're the two players who maybe need the biggest break out of everybody. So, come on, yes, go, go ahead. No, all I'm saying is, I mean, is it, would it be out of the realms to think about trying a traditional 4-4-2 and putting Vinicius and Kane on together? Um, and moving Bell yes. to the right, Son to the stop, take Son off Bergwijn to the left and having uh, um, uh, two, two in the middle, you know? Uh, and just seeing how that goes. I mean, we need to try something different. But, you know, the traditional old 4-4-2, where we got a striker like Vinicius, who was again is on getting a run in, and had to look good on the ball, but, you know, give him a go. Yeah, but Why let, me, not try a let, me, let me question you on that. Do we really need to do something like Jose Mourinho would say, we're eight points better off than we were last season. Why do we need to do something different? Because, last you know... Season. 
can can I say you've nailed it yourself, Ray, when you said on the WhatsApp that if Manchester United and City win their games in hand, they we will be seventh, eighth. If we do not, if we lose against the Wolves, I think we'll. We've lost you again. We're going to be mid-table again before we go back, we go back to what so you were top. saying. It's not. Yeah. It's not like you know. We're, we're definitely top four because you know the trains below us are like ten points off or something. Well, they're not. They're not even half a point off yeah, right yeah, now. Okay. Sorry, go right, on. Guys, we're going to wrap up in a minute. Let's just have a few words from everybody on what do you think the team should be for Stoke, Steve. I'm going to come to you first. What should we do against Stoke? Play a weakened team and give some of the first team as a rest, or play our best team? I think we give a weakened. We play a weakened team with our best players on the bench, which is what Mourinho's been doing. But do you th- this is our one real chance of winning something. Is he going to risk it? I, I hope it's not our one real chance of um, winning something. We're not going to win the league. <laughs> we're we? not. There's, well, well we, if we were having this conversation three weeks ago, that wouldn't have, we, would, we would have thought we still had a chance. And, um, no, I, I never thought we could sustain this. Okay. Right. Well, we've only got one point in nine, which isn't, isn't good. But no, I would... Um, I would still play a weakened team because our weakened team should still be able to beat Stoke. Um, and, and we'd leave our big guns on the bench. Yeah. We'd have Tom and Kane on the bench ready to use if necessary. Jamal, what do you think we should do for the game against Stoke? Um, I would like to see some youngsters because I, I think the, the League Cup is definitely one that, of all the competitions we're in, is the one I care the least about. And I, I feel like all players are going to feel the same way. Even even the FA Cup against... Um, where, where are we going to? I forgot the name of the team. That, I would rather play... A, yeah, Marine. I'd rather play a, a stronger team against Marine than against Stoke. Um, I don't... I, you know, it, it's sad to say. I want I want Vinicius to play a Premier League match. I want Bale to play a Premier League match to, you know, show us what they can do. But we know they're going to start on Wednesday. So they probably won't be starting... The Sunday after that, which is a shame. Well, what do you think we should do against Stoke? I think I think we should put Steve in defence because he can't be any any slower than uh, um, Toby right now. Um, my concern is that you know we can talk about second teams and stuff like that, right? Stoke are going to come out at us like this is the hell bent for leather. Uh, I'm worried we might get overrun if we don't do not uh, take them seriously. I think he needs to take them seriously, and we need to go for the win because whilst Jam says the least one he cares about, if you look behind him, he's got a uh, um, curling cup final, probably the last final we were in in 2009, and that shows how desperate this team has become to win something or get anywhere near a final. Yeah, and from, from my point of view, I think we should put a reasonably strong team out. This is the one where we, we're two games away from Wembley when anything can happen in the final. We get a decent draw, we could get um, Newcastle or Brentford in the semis. I think you should put a reasonably strong team out and I think you will because he always wants to, once you start winning one thing, the winning mentality starts coming in, I think. I'm hopeful he's going to put a reasonably strong team out there. And, uh, you know, all right, let's put this down to, let's see if we can get back to winning ways against Stoke, Wolves and Fulham. It's not a bad run of games to do. Uh, Wolves have been a bit patchy as well, so let's see if we can do something there. But uh, thanks, everybody. Thanks for, your, you know, joining the call. And, you know, we'll, we'll reconvene after the Stoke match. But uh, come on, you Spurs. It's been a bit dodgy at the moment, but uh, we still have the faith. As I said before at the beginning, top four in a cup is what I'll be, I'll be thrilled with that. So let's Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Come on, you Spurs. And Chief, on, Steve, Spurs. cheer up. We might start winning something Steve, if you do. Give us a smile before we go, Steve. Come on. Oh, there you go. That's a good one. <laughs> You've been listening to the Spurs 9501 podcast. Stay in touch, continue the debate, and let us know what you want to discuss by finding us on YouTube. 
Tune in after the next match day for more insight. Thanks for listening.